Stephen Dubner, James welcome Altucher. to Question of the Day. So glad to be here. Let me ask you a question. We're early in the year 2016. What are your goals for the year? Hmm. You're, you're a well, successful I, author. Are you going to write more books? Thank you, James. <laughs> you going to do more podcasts? What are you going to do new well, this year? Well, I tell you, I'm not a very calendrical goal setter. Oh, my God. First, there was crepidarianism. Now there's calendrical. Speak English. What does that <laughs> word mean? Uh, I tend to not uh, make set goals according to, like, the calendar, like this month, this year, whatever. How'd you learn that word? I just made it up. Oh, calendrical. Like calendrical. C- I thought like you were calendar. Saying, like C A L E. You were thinking colonoscopy. Yeah. What were you thinking? I was thinking C O L L. And I'm like, I don't like, know what if calendrical is a word. I'm going to look it up right now. Calendrical. Definition of calendrical by Merriam Webster. And he was good, Merriam. It says of, relating to, characteristic of, or used in a calendar. Right. So I don't have, I typically don't have calendrical goals because. I have no problem with the idea of it, but I think for me, it's a weird, false time frame. And, um, well, I'll, I'll tell you, last, okay. year, last year I had a calendrical goal, and it didn't happen, but I don't want to feel like I failed because it didn't happen within the calendar. All right, let's explore that. So what was your calendrical goal that supposedly didn't happen slash well, failed? it has to do with a project that I'm not prepared to talk about right now here, but I will eventually. But it has to do with a new project that I've been trying to start. And I've been enthusiastic about it for a long time. And due to a number of factors, I won't say it's not my fault to some degree, but because there were a number of other players and it took a long time, it has taken, it continues to take a long time to kind of get it set up. But that's a case where if I had written that goal out and say by the end of whatever, 2015 or by October of 2015, this needs to be at this stage, which is always my temptation then I would feel like when it didn't happen, then I'd get frustrated. And even if I want the thing to keep happening, I would bring that frustration into it. So that's why I typically don't use calendrical goals. But I do have a lot of things that I want to learn. In fact, uh, yesterday I bought a piano. Really? Yeah, it was exciting. Uh, so you were, you were over my apartment just the other day and you played the piano. You know, Maybe that inspired you to go out and get a piano. Definitely had something You were to do doing with very it. good too. You're the first person who's come into this new apartment of mine and played the piano. You have three pianos there. It's kind of hard not to play one. Yeah, you, you hit all three. I did. I was a little bit Goldilocksy. Right. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. So, or it could have been. Now, think about the cause and effect here. Could it have been that the reason I played the pianos was because I was already really thinking about buying one? No, I think you bought a piano because you had such a fun time playing on these three. <laughs> All right. And you wanted to come over again and kind of impress me with your new knowledge after playing secretly on the piano you just bought yesterday. I accept your just-so story as a just-so story. But the fact is I bought a piano. Um, I grew up with a piano. I'd always had a piano around. When I went to college, I'd play the piano every day, played, you know, diff- most some different kinds of music, but mostly kind of noisy, you know, three-chord music. Um, but I, I'd always loved the piano, and um, never very good. I can't play real music very well. What does but, um, three chord music mean? Rock and roll. Well, how come it's called three chord music? So that's like a one, four, five. It's like a CFG, and so most oh. early rock and roll songs. Wow, or, and it. blues. So um, pretty basic, but fun, super fun. But yesterday, it was a very quiet day in New York City, and it was very cold, and the streets were almost empty. And I went down to the street where the piano shops still are, hanging on. And there was a piano shop down there called Beethoven, which used to be run by a guy I knew a little bit uh, years ago. Beethoven? I wrote wrote about him. (laughs) No, I didn't know. 
And this guy, I stopped into Beethoven. I knew they wouldn't have the piano I was looking for, but I stopped in to just say hello, and I heard he died, my old friend. I didn't uh. know well. He wasn't a close friend, and he was 79 years old, but he died. So that's, that was a little bit sad. I stayed and chatted with his former colleagues about him a little bit. And then I went next door, and then I found the piano I thought I was interested in, and uh, I played it. For It's a, a Yamaha, which is digital, but plays as if it's real, real action. And I played it in the little room there, which is a quiet room, and I played it over headphones for about an hour, and it was awesome. And I just walked out, and uh, usually I'm I'm pretty bad with spending money. I, you know, hem and haw, then decide not to spend the money. But this time I just walked out and said, I'll take one. I want it. And now I'm waiting. It's going to be delivered in a couple days, and I can't wait because one of my goals for the next whatever medium to long term is to learn to play the piano much better than I ever played it. So that's a goal. But there are a lot of things I want to do. You know, I want to learn to cook really, you know, better or well. So it's very interesting because I would say maybe I'm splitting hairs here, but there's a slight difference between I want to learn to do that better too. (laughs) Yes, it's very hard with an axe. There's a slight difference between having a goal and having a theme. So you have a theme. I'm going to increase my ability at piano. I'm going to increase my ability at cooking. A goal would be I want to learn how to play uh, Chopin's Nocturnes by this time. So it's interesting you say that because one of my inspirations and the method that I'm going to use to learn to play piano is the kind of Anders Ericsson rule of deliberate practice and expertise performance, which is based on a few components, one of which is very concrete goal setting. So Really? Yeah, yeah. So there are a few things. There's, you know, what deliberate practice really is, is a way that you practice, a way that you get feedback, a way that you incorporate a previously established expertise or rules or ways to get better, having concrete goals, and focusing more on your process than on your outcome. After this one message, we'll be right back. Building a website can be tough, and even if you do know your way around coding, creating something that looks good and works well is a time-consuming affair. Whether it's for a business site, portfolio, a restaurant, or whatever else, in this day and age, you probably need one anyway. Well, lucky for us, Squarespace makes it easy to build beautiful websites without breaking a sweat. Squarespace provides simple, powerful, and beautiful websites that look professionally designed regardless of skill level, no coding required. Not only does Squarespace provide you with intuitive and easy-to-use tools to create your website with, Squarespace also has state-of-the-art technology powering your site to ensure security and stability. And you know you can trust in Squarespace for your website needs when millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world trust in them too. James, it used to take a James Altucher to build websites. That was what you, that was your first business, That was my first business. And you know, we got out of it because we were charging like an enormous amount of money for things. And I saw the writing on the wall that companies like Squarespace were starting where for minimal amounts of money, you can create a robust website. All right, so no longer do you need a James Altucher to build your website. I'm useless now. He's useless. Now all I can do is podcast. (laughs) Seriously, you can't beat the ease and simplicity of Squarespace. Squarespace gives you 24-7 online support and a beautiful website. 
What are you waiting for? Start a trial with no credit card required and start building your website today. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, though, make sure to use the offer code QUESTION to get 10% off your first purchase and to show your support for Question of the Day. We thank Squarespace for your support of Question of the Day. Squarespace, you should. So, even but concrete though- goals, like, let's say my goal is I want to run the mile faster than... Five minutes. Okay. Um, Good luck with that. Or six minutes. Wouldn't it be better to have a goal for today? I just want to be a little bit better than yesterday using the coaching that I'm getting right now. Wouldn't it be better to focus on just today's practice? So you're talking about long-term versus short-term goals? Well, the long-term would be the theme. I want to get faster to be a faster runner. The short-term could be more concrete, whereas I want to beat my score from yesterday using the skills and the coaching that I'm getting today. So the way my brain would answer that question is I would say that I would want to build a long-term goal that the short-term goals sync up with perfectly. Or a but, long-term theme that the short-term goals would sync up correct. with. Correct. But in the case of like running, for instance, so I've always run in my life, but not that well and not that enthusiastically. So I don't know if, for instance, a better, like if I at my age wanted to run like let's say a five-minute, you know, 20-mile which might be, maybe, I don't know, maybe, whatever. I I have no idea what I could run if I really, really worked at it. But I don't know whether the best way is to have it be an accumulation of getting faster every day or if I want to spend, you know, eight days working on nothing but X. Maybe it's pace or whatever. I don't know. And that's where expertise is important. Right, I agree. And that's what deliberate practice is about is standing on the shoulders of giants. So like Anders Ericsson, my, you know, my kind of, this guy I really admire... One of the points he makes early on in his new book, which is called Peak, like the mountain peak, is that it's remarkable how much better we've gotten at different things over time without even really appreciating how much better. So he gives a few examples, some physical, some sports, some are in music. So he gave this one example. I don't have the book with me, but some pianist who used to play some set of pieces that were considered like the gold standard in 1900 and that now... If a 13-year-old piano student were to play them like that, that student would be considered, you know, not fit for a good conservatory. That's how much progress has been made. The winner of the marathon in the maybe first modern Olympics in Greece, whenever that was, 1904, 1906, that person would barely qualify as an amateur for the Boston Marathon today. Mm -hmm. So the idea is if you look at our progress as a progression, then at some point you have to say, you know what? We as a species are pretty good at figuring out how to get better at things. If you find the people who are particularly good at how to get better at things and they have canonized their teaching and their rules and their do's and don'ts, then you should do them and you should take advantage. So it seems like that's the most important thing as opposed to deliberate goal setting. Since I don't know what goals will improve me, I know I could say I want to get better at playing the piano. And then the very first thing I should do is find someone who has canonized their teaching from the prior generation and study under that person. And he could set what my goals for the day or what my challenges for the week should be to stick to this theme of better piano playing. Short answer is I think yes. Uh, I'm not necessarily sure that needs to be everybody's first thing is to find the expert. Um, and there are some realms. Or, I mean, or some some kind of practice where you can get feedback. Yeah, so do oh, practice, feedback. it's all about the feed, feedback. Feedback's got to come from an expert at some point. Well, I would argue there are probably some things that you could self-diagnose pretty well. Probably, I'll give you, for instance, um, chess, right? I would think, now, I don't play chess, you do. 
we play backgammon, I could say about backgammon, so in this case, the expert mentor is the computer. Right, so, but that's, if, if it didn't have the computer there, we would not know what were the bad I, moves or right, the good but that's, moves. But that's what I'm saying. When you say that the first move for anybody out there who wants to get better at something is to find the person, the mentor, the canonizer, these, I mean, it's one of the things I love about the digital revolution is it has put a, a million experts in everybody's pockets. True, but it's still not self-diagnosis. It's still, whether it's human or digital, there's still some expert diagnosis other than you. Agree, and I also think that learning to practice deliberately and fruitfully How do, is what something... What do you mean by deliberately? Well, there is a phrase called deliberate practice, which includes a lot of things which I've I've named, which is, has to do with setting goals, focusing on your process more than your outcome, getting feedback, understanding the but feedback, they, and incorporating they see, it. They, I don't understand the language. It seems contradictory to have focusing on the process and not the outcomes, and at the same time having very deliberate goals. It does seem, outcomes does seem, seem like goals. So I just want to figure out, if I want to get better at a when theme, you're practicing, so, so like I have a theme of I want to get better at, let's say, five different things. I want to be a better writer. Just give me one. Let's break one down. I want to be a better writer. Okay. So here's what I would suggest. And keep in mind that I'm not a doctor, not a scientist. Only on Twitter. I'm nothing. So, oh, I am a writer, though. So you're asking about writing. Yeah, so to, this to is an a, expert. So I'm asking, I'm doing uh, deliberate practice with an expert. Let me scratch my beard. Hang on. I, I hear that. That's a really Oh, wait, you're beard. not supposed to scratch your beard. You're supposed to stroke your beard, aren't or you? Or scruffle. I don't actually have enough. I just have a little stubble. I don't have enough to stroke. Let me stroke my hair. Hang on. Can you hear the stroking? Yeah, I can hear right, it. Almost pretend that's like a beard and it's beard. a long, flowing white beard, the kind that sages wear. All right. And I say to you, James, so what I mean when I say, in the case of writing, to focus on the process less than the outcome, this is really, I mean, I, honestly. Okay, I, I would think that means don't be good so worried there. about publishing, but worried about whether you're doing the work today, putting reading today. No, no. no? I'd, right. I'd even, uh, this Bring is just me, and again, I'm Bring only on. one expert with a long flowing beard. That's not even the. I would go. I would bring it way back closer to you. Not for, publishing is definitely not the goal. You should be worrying about right now when you're doing it. Because when you're doing deliberate practice, what does whether you get published right. or not have to do? Nothing it has nothing to do with that. But I don't even mean the outcome of the piece that you're writing. Let's say you're writing a two thousand word personal essay, right? Which is the kind of thing you write a lot, or maybe thousand word personal essay, right? What I'm talking about is rather than thinking about is this outcome going to be that I have a finished essay that makes people feel a certain way when they read it or that makes people look at me in a certain way. What I'm really thinking about is, are these two words doing what I really, really want them to do? Just as if I'm practicing piano and I'm thinking I need to run my thumb under the first and second fingers there to get this run in order to be right. smooth. I'm thinking about technique. Right. I'm thinking about execution. And so you're thinking about process instead of outcome. Yeah. But you're also not thinking, where is the deliberate goals there, other than a very, very short-term, small goal? you got to imagine this thing not as everything that's happening at the same time on the same level. Becoming an expert in something or becoming good at something or having a big goal involves many dimensions and many layers over many sets of time. To, to find big goal in well, this case. Well, let's say that my big goal for being piano, let's say my, okay, here's a realistic big goal I might set for myself for piano. But before I set it, I need to wade in and see how viable it is. I need to see how long it's going to take. 
But like one big goal for me, so my, one, some of my favorite music in the world are the Goldberg Variations by Bach. And I would like to be able to play at least one piece, and there are many, many pieces, so well that when I heard it on tape, right after I heard one of the two amazing Glenn Gould recordings on tape playing the same thing, that when I heard mine, I wouldn't puke. That would like be my goal. Okay. That I could hear mine after hearing his and think, you know what? That's a person playing that piece of music in a way that's... Um, but let me ask you, because this relates to the beginning of the conversation, that could be a goal that proves to be you're frustrating because you may never achieve that, and you're going to bring that frustration into your practice, as opposed to having a theme of just constant improvement of music. And by getting constant improvement, you're going to play every day, and you're going to get feedback from an expert, and you're going to incorporate that feedback the next day. It seems like that's a much better way to achieve the theme of getting better at music. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's better either. And you know what? Here's what I would say. I would say outcomes are going to vary for different kinds of people, for different personalities of people, for different abilities of people, and different tasks that they try. But here's one thing I will say in defense of the goal. As a writer, I know that if I don't have a deadline, that I work less intensely, less with less focus, I work less hard. Because there's something about, in all of us, I think, that having a form of completion of some kind imposed externally or intrinsically, whatever, is important. And so I believe, personally, that if I give myself a goal that's fairly concrete, even if it's broad, like to learn to play a certain piece or set of pieces, that because I want the satisfaction of accomplishing that, it will lead me to do all the other things I do, I need to do to get there, which is the kind of practice, the kind of mental preparation, the kind of seeking out people who can help me do it and so on. So that that's for me. So I know that setting the goal can help get better. You're basically saying, is it about getting better or setting the goal? And I'm saying that setting the goal can help me get better. Particularly if you don't bring the f potential frustration into your future practice. But see, I, so a I, I would argue that frustration can be a very uh, useful tool. Okay, so a year As from, long as it doesn't tip over into, you know, self-flagellation. So a year from today, I expect oh, you... Oh, no, this is another of those... To play the James Goldberg variations on this podcast. Done. Thank you very much, Stephen. Do you know most everything... Stick around to see if you know the answer to next episode's question. Today's episode was brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the easiest way to create a beautiful website, blog, or online store for you and your ideas. Squarespace features an elegant interface, beautiful templates, and incredible 24-7 support. Start building your website today at squarespace.com. Enter offer code QUESTION at checkout to get 10% off. Squarespace, you should. And on the next episode of Question of the Day... Why do people think that music should be free? You know, I notice this in general, so I write quite a bit. Most, 99% of everything I write is free. And then I write these books that I sell for 99 cents. Invariably, 100% of the time, someone will comment, oh, he's just trying to sell more books. And I'd really like to ask that person, how does anybody make money selling 99 cent books? Question of the Day is produced and mixed by Nathan Rossborough with Allison Hockenberry. 